Okay, we're going to start the Gemara on Vav Amit Beis. It says, Amar Abba Baba Chana. It's the bottom of the Amit. Amar Abba Baba Chana, Amar Abba Yechanan. No, it doesn't say Amar Abba Yechanan, sorry. Abba Baba Chana. Hadam Rirabanan, Shleisha Dvarim Tzarech Adam Leima, Betech Beisai, Erev Shabbos Im Chashecha. Isartem, Araftem, Adliku Saner, Tzarech Lemimrinu Benichisem. Person has to say these things. It's a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah Masech the Shabbos that you're supposed to remind about these things before Shabbos. So Rabbi Baba Khan is saying it should be said Benichese. Kihechi de lekablo minei. In order that you should listen to him. Okay. So then the Gemara says Amar Rav Ashi, Ano leishmi lihad Rabbi Baba Khan. I didn't hear what Rabbi Baba Khan said, but v'kiyam te misvara. But I did so misvara on my own. So the Marsha asks the question. The Marsha asks the question: What's the what's the difference between Rav Ashi and Rabbi Baba Khan? Rabbi Baba Khan also did so miswara. No, who told Rabbi Baba Khan that you should say penichase? You can move the shtand if you want. So unless you like to look at the shtand, it's okay. We'll move it. Move it to the wall. Thank you. Okay. So what's, what's Rav Ashi being Meisifer? Rabbi Baba Khana did so Meswara, and Rav Ashi did so Meswara. That's the Marshal's question. Another Shailah on this Gemara is that the Rambam brings this La'alacha as well. As I mentioned, it's a Mishnah, that you have to ask the question, whether you gave Meisir and so on. But the Rambam skips this point that the Gemara says there, that Tzarech Lememrinu Benichaseh. The fact that it should be said, Benichas, the Ramam doesn't bring that. He just says, you have to ask the question before Shabbos, Asartem, Araftem. Why doesn't the Rambam bring this idea of saying a Benichas? So I saw in one of the Mepharshim that he explains, who says this? Did I see this shot? The Sefer called Pischei Eilam. So he says that right before this, we had in the Gemara, La'olam al yatal adam eima yaseira b'teich beisei. A person shouldn't be matal eima yaseira. So the Rambam learned, and that the Rambam actually brings. This halacha of Le'olam Yatel Adam Eimi Yisaira, the Rambam brings in Hilchas Ishus. So the Rambam learned that Le'olam Adam Eimi Yisaira B'Teich Beisai includes already Erev Shabbos as well. If you're not allowed to be Matel Eimi Yisaira, so that means every day of the week, and Erev Shabbos as well. So the Rambam doesn't find it necessary to say separately that on Erev Shabbos you should speak Benichaseh. That's the answer. But L'chaira, not to be matl emi yisera and to speak penichese is not the same thing. Not to be matl emi yisera means don't speak with ema, don't scare the living daylights out of the, out of the people. Vaharaya, one of the things the Gemara said that could happen is shvichis damim. What's the shvichis damim? That she's going to be running away and she'll fall off a bridge. So if you're talking about such a such a level of emi yisera, so that's not the speaking penichese that the Gemara talks about Erev Shabbos. Speaking B'nichese doesn't just mean don't scream <laughs> to such an extent. It means speak B'nichese as the Gemara says, so people should listen to you. If you look in the Rambam and Hilchus Ishus, when he talks about not being Matl Emi Yaseide, the Rambam actually adds, dibura ima benachas. So the Rambam there adds, this Lush that it says over B'nichese, regarding Erev Shabbos, the Rambam adds that, B'nigeya to B'chlal, this Allah of Layat Lodem Emi Yaseide. 
So the Pashas in our Gemara, it seems like it's two different halachas. Amy Yisaira is, is Bechlal, and Benicha says an Erev Shabbos, and Benicha says much more than Stam, not Amy Yisaira, but the Ramam looks like puts it together. It's one shot. So it's one din. Another shot I saw, the Yireim says, one of the Rishayim actually, I think he's the one that says it, shot in the Rambam, that if you look in the Rambam in Hilchas Deis, the Rambam Hilchas Deis talks about the regular, normal, good behavior of a person. So there, the Rambam says, to the mitzvah of Teichecha. So the Rambam writes regarding mitzvah's Teichecha, that when you give Teichecha, rebuke another Yid, which is a mitzvah, it should be benachas uboloshen raka. What's the, lashen, what's the mark of the Rambam? That it should be benachas uboloshen raka. From our Gemara over here, regarding Erev Shabbos. So then that's a different shot. Even if the Rambam learns that there are two different talachas here, one is Amy Yisera every day, and the other is that you should speak benachas, but the Rambam understood that the benachas is lav dafka Erev Shabbos. I'm not sure you understood the Gemara, but Pashtun, she learned the Gemara. What's this Indian of speaking benachas dafka Erev Shabbos? Why not regarding any, anything else? Because Erev Shabbos, when people are rushing and people are tense and, and, and whatever, so if you're not going to speak benachas, then they're not going to be able to have the focus to listen to what you're saying. So dafka Erev Shabbos, when people are rushing. But the Rambam says that this is v'chlal. Teichacha is benachas v'loshen raka. Anytime you want to be mezakeh, another yid with a mitzvah, it should be done benachas v'loshen raka. And therefore it, apply, it applies also out of Shabbos, but it's lavdaf given a gate out of Shabbos. That's an Amam's shot. Okay, so, so according to this, we, st- we still have two halachas here in the Gemara. There's the halacha of Amy Yisera. A person shouldn't be matl Amy Yisera. That's going to get to Divrei Chulin. Stam, whatever. You shouldn't speak by Amy Yisera. You shouldn't be matl Amy Yisera. And then there's going to get to Mitzvahs. When you get to mitzvahs, or in the in the pshat of the simple pshat of the Gemara, it refers dafke to erev Shabbos. It should be dafke benachas. Then comes what Ravashi said. When Ravashi said anoli shmiyeli, so Ravashi could be is adding actually a third halacha, a third point, at least according to the Marsha. Marsha's pshat in the Gemara is that Ravashi is coming to say that. Rabbi Babachana was telling everybody in these three things, what's unique about these three things is that you have to send a shliach. You have to send a shliach to do it for you. And you're not sure that the shliach is going to fulfill it or not. So even though you're not sure the shliach is going to do it or not, nevertheless, you should speak benachas, beloshan raka. Don't, don't scream, don't... Masha explains that these are things that are done through a shliach. Hashem Ken Rav Ashi. Rav Ashi was speaking about himself. Ravashi, he himself, even if he appointed a shliach, wasn't afraid that the shliach is not going to listen to him. Ravashi was, was a person that if he told someone to do something, the person did it. So, and Afal Pikain, Ravashi says, you should still speak Benachas. Why? So the Lashon of the Marsha is, When you speak to people, speak Benachas and Mabrias. So in other words, Ravashi is saying a completely different point. Not mitzah, the, the mitzvah, in order to make sure that the mitzvah should get done, you should speak benachas. Stop, menshlochkeit. Benachas and mabriyas. That's what Ravashi is coming to say. Miswara. So the kids, according to the Mashah's Pshat, you have three different dinim here in the Gemara. There's loyalam mayat aladim eimi yaseide betoich beisai. Then there's benachas on Erev Shabbos for the purpose of a mitzvah. And then there's bachlal menshlochkeit. Even for Divrei Chulin to speak Benachas and Mabrias. It's Marshal's Pshat. Maybe you could say, whether this is true or not, at least Al Darach Hatzachas, 
<clears throat> when Avashi says, what it means is, certain things, if you're only doing it because someone else told you to do so, so then, it's not, these are kinds of things that you, have to, you should be speaking benachas, not because that's what Rabbi Baba Khan said. Even if Rabbi, you never heard what Rabbi Baba Khan said, you should do so miswara. You know the joke of the Bacha that went on, uh, on Merkash Lichis? And when he finished eating by whatever, whoever it was, by his host, he said, Rabbi Chalikov told me that I should thank you for the dinner tonight. Rabbi Chalikov told him, he used to speak to the Bachim before they go on Merkash Lichis, and he would tell the Bachim, you have to be a mensch, and you thank, and be mensch So he's telling him, Rabbi Chalikov told me, so that's what the Kiyamte Miswara means. That I, I did so on my own. But Pashtus, Miswara. If, you, if you're only doing it, you're angry inside and you're, you're a behemoth. And Elamah, oh, Rabbi Babachan said, I have to speak Benachas. No. You should be a mensch. You, you should do a Miswara on your own. Okay, maybe that's what it means. Okay, let's go weiter. So the Okay, so here the Gemara brings this concept, which is brought in a few places in Shas, that uh, even the behemton shal tzadikim ain't a kodesh baruch hu mevit hakola al yodam. So here, Taisu says, and this you have this Taisu in a few places in Shas. Hash to bem shal tzadikim chulo oimer abenetam leparach alagavim midachila. This idea that the Eibusher doesn't allow a takola to happen to a tzadik, and what that means is even something which is a shayig or an oynis. The Gemara is not saying that the Eibusher takes away the bchira from a tzadik. That a tzaddik is not shaykh to do an aveda b'mezid if he chooses so. Whatever it's kaponim. I mean, b'lchayit it's not shaykh for a tzaddik to do a, a, a an aveda b'mezid because he's a tzaddik. So it's not he's not shaykh to an aveda. But it doesn't matter. The Ebrish doesn't take away the bechira from a tzaddik. The Rebbe once spoke about this. The Rebbe said, "What's pshat that it's shaykh for a tzaddik to do an aveda b'mezid?" Sometimes a tzaddik, the Ebrish puts into a tzaddik certain nisyanis and taivas that there are by other people. In order for the tzaddik to be mailed, all that of the Alter Rebbe is being sintanya, but he get to being mailed machshavazaris. How does a machshavazaris fall into the head of a tzaddik? Because the idea is that this tzaddik should be mailed the machshavazaris. All that of the tzaddik mitzadatzmoi, there's no there's no reishim of ra left in him. Bechlau, the Alter Rebbe explains sintanya. But nevertheless, the Eibush puts into him these tivus and these things in order for the tzaddik to be mailed. So mitzadat, and a yosi still has bechira, so it's it's possible that he won't be mailed and. Uh, that's what the Rebbe said. If I understood it correctly, this is, uh, in a, this is in a conversation that the Rebbe had with uh, Rav Yolis's uh, Enikel on Cholamoyed uh, Pesach, Tov Shimem. Rav Yolis, anyone who I'm talking about, used to sit always by the side of the Rebbe, by the Fabrengans. So he used to come to the Rebbe every Cholamoyed Pesach to be Mekayim, what Chazal say, Chayavad Mlakabu Pnei Rabbi Beregel. He would come uh, and the Rebbe would speak to him, the Rebbe. Uh, I think he would go into the Rebbe's room. The Rebbe spent a while with him. There's a famous mimer that Mugen Mulukit Hay that the Rebbe said to him, Asher Tivcha Sakarev, Kesheta Brisa of his Einikel. So here, there's a whole conversation the Rebbe had with his Einikel, which is actually printed over here in the, the Hisophis of the Sikhis Kaidesh. And there, the Rebbe spoke about this Indian. Okay, I'll, say, I'll tell you soon more of the things that the Rebbe said about it. But first, over here, Negate to the Taisus again. So the Pshat over here is Taisus speaking about Shaygig or Aynis. 
We're not speaking about B'meizid. Eina Kaddish Baruch Hu Mevi Takala, even a Shayigur Anonis. But that's only B'midi Dachila. Why? The G'nai Hulit Sadek Sha'echol Dvar Iser. Olachal Eparagav Rabbi Shmuel Shekar Vihita B'Perek Kama De Shabbos. Vigav Yudha Ben Tabe Shaharag Eitzayim. Mahidu Perek Beis De Ksubes, the Hello Evid Lekohona Al Piv. Legodesli. Rabbeinatam. So Rabbeinatam is not going to sit over there. Okay, so Toysus over here brings Rayas that when it comes to this Indian, it's only an Issa Achila. Why? Toysus says it's more of a Gnai. So what's the Pshat in Toysus? Why is it more of a Gnai? So I made a copy of the Haar of the Rebbe. You learned it? You read it? You have a copy for me? You read the actual Lashon that the Rebbe wrote. <coughs> So in the heart of this Sikhe, Chelikei, in page 187, in order 23, so it says over here, So Tesis explains why Okay. So the Rebbe is saying that there's a difference between every Isser and the Isser of Achille. Isser of Achille becomes Dama Basa Kipsare. What's the Kavana? The Pashtas? The Kavana is every Isser, there's a Pu'ula of an Isser that's done. But it doesn't become you. It doesn't become part of who you are. It's a Pu'ula of an Isser that you did. You omitted the highest of that Pu'ula into Gimel Klippus Atmeis. But you are not Gimel Klippus Atmeis. Mashenke, when you eat Gimel Klippus Atmeis, so now the Isser becomes Dama Basa Kipsare. That becomes your highest. So that's much more Maguna. That's Okay, now let's see if that works. Let's see the Hemshech of the Taisus here. Oh, one second. Even before I go weiter, how are we going to explain this B'negei Tetruma? One of the Isurim of Achila that Taisus brings up is Truma for Azar. What does Taisus say? That story there that he was Maila, I don't remember who it was, but he was Maila Eved Lekohona Al Piv. And Taisa says that's not called Midida Achille, even though he caused this Eved to eat Trome, because it wasn't directly. It wasn't directly. So what is the Mashba from Taisa? If you were talking about the eating of Trome Benegeh to the Chacham himself, so then the Abishter would save him from eating this Trome. So how does it make sense according to what the Rebbe saying here? Truma itself is Gimel Klippus Atmeis? Of course not. Truma is, is, is a level of Kedusha. It could be only eaten by the Kayanim. Azar is not allowed to eat Truma. So when Azar eats Truma, there's an Isser in the Maisa HaAchila of you consuming this Truma that belongs to a Kayan. But it's not, it's not, it's not eating Gimel Klippus Atmeis. If the issue is that it's becoming Dama Basa Kipsarai, Gimel Klubas Atmeis, now you're getting Chayas from Gimel Klubas Atmeis. How can you say that applies when you get to a Zar that eats Truma? You hear my question? Okay, so that's one question. Now let's see the Hemshech of Taisvis. So he forgot the before Avdallah. It's a very big issue. It says Misasi Baschara. So in those two cases, in Bavl, they were eating 
on the day that they thought is Yud Aleph Tishrei, which really was Yud Tishrei, which really was Yom Kippur. They didn't know the time of Kiddush HaChedish. So how were they nichshal in these things? So the answer is, So here Taisa is Mechalek, another Nekudah. Not only does it have to be a Midida Achila, but it has to be a Midida Achila, which is also Mitzad Atzmon. Not a Midida Achila, which is also because of the Zman. Because it's in Kippur, or because it's before Avdala. Yeah? So the Rebbe explains that also. Look in the order. That's the reason why there's a difference if the Isser is in the Michael itself or only in the Zmana Isser. In other words, what the Rebbe is saying is if the Isser is in the Michael itself, so then it's Gimmaklipis Atmeis. If the Isser is in the Zman, so you can't say the Michael is Gimmaklipis Atmeis. A day later, it's, it's mutter. So how could you say the chayas of the, of the food changes? I am kippur, the food is gimel klippas at meis, and on the day later, it's not gimel klippas at meis. And the you can say the same thing, when you get to, huh? It's not so pashataka arla. Does the Rebbe bring it here? In another place, in another place, the Rebbe speaks about arla. Kiyam gufay. Okay, it's not here. It's like a, but the arla itself remains also forever. From the three years, that arla remains also forever. But even Arla itself, there's a harder from the Rebbe about it. I don't remember the Teichin right now. I didn't check it up now. Okay, I'll upon him. So the Rebbe here is L'chayda clearly saying that when it comes to an Isser which is totally in the Zman, even if it's Isser Achilet, it's not Gimel Klippus Atmeis. Okay, so I want to know what's the difference between this and Truma. L'chayda is the same Svara, just being Mechazik, the question I asked before. It's the exact same Svara. Basically, the Svara L'chayda is... Anything that is Gimaklipus Atmeis is going to be usher for everybody. Always. It's not going to be totally Bizman and it's not going to be totally in if you are Kayan Levi or Yisrael. If it's not Gimaklipus Atmeis, so then it can be usher for various reasons. It could be usher mitzad Zman. In this Zman, the Torah says the Gavre shouldn't eat this. Or it could be usher to certain people. A Zod is not allowed to eat Truma, but it's not, it's not that the Chefzeh itself is Gimaklipus Atmeis. So why regarding Zman, Toysav says that it's not a G'nai kol kach. But when you get to Trume, it is a G'nai. And there's another Shailah on this Toysav, which Shachreinu speak about already. Abu Khan of Asaman and Kovic Yurim points this out. Toysav here, the example, the first example of, the, of, the, of these, Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbi Yirmiya Kaidim Avdallah. Rabbi Yirmiya eating before Avdallah, even before you get to the point of it being just the Issa, which is totally bizman, it's a Issa midrabona. Not a Issa minatayda to eat before Avdala. It's like a very Issa, very, uh, it's a Issa chamor, because it says here, Misasi ba'askara, some people are making this, you have bayfa and people are eating, and people didn't make Avdala yet, and you say l'chaim. See, you see what it says here? Think about this again. Akoponim, so, but it's, all, it's only a Issa midrabona. What's the problem if it's only a Issa midrabona? So as you do, when you get to the difference between Yisurim Da'iraisa and Yisurim Da'irabonon, what's the difference between Yisurim Da'iraisa and Yisurim Da'irabonon? So Rabbi Yosef Engel says, and the Rebbe quotes this many times, and there's an arich, the Gefabrengen, where the Rebbe spoke about this, Achren Shal Pesach, Tov Shalamud Vav, and the Fabrengen's afterwards, Pashas Achre, Pashas Kedoshim, that is, and not Taira, is a Yisach Hefza. That's M'chaifetz is also, and that's M'chaifetz is Gimel Klubus Atmeis. Yisurim Da'irabonon is only Yisach Gavre. What's the raya that it's only Yisach Gavre? So the Rebbe quoted then the Nesivis, 
He says, if you sold someone something, you sold someone food, and it turns out that the food that you sold him and he ate, not knowing that it's something which is osir. Do you have to not reimburse him for the food that you sold him? He, didn't, he ate something which was osir. So do you have to give him back the money for this? So the Sema says that if it's something which is osir, awesome so then he did an isser. And therefore, you have to give him back the money. Mashenkin, if he ate something which is only Asma de Rabbanon, because he only ate it B'Shoigig, by Asma de Rabbanon, you won't have to reimburse him. What's the difference? So the Nesivus explains, because by Asma and Atayre, it's a Sechefza. Whether he ate it B'Mezid, whether he ate it B'Shoigig, may not give him a... This Chefza is, is Asma, so you're going to have to reimburse him. You sold him something which is Mutter, and he got something which is a different Chefza. No, that's a different story. The chefza itself is the same chefza. There's no there's no on the chefza based on the is on the gavra, or the chiv is on the gavra. The Torah says, You have to listen to what the Rabbanon say. So you have to be mekayim with chachamim say, but that's all the chiv on the gavra. There's no isa in the chefza. So if this person ate it b'shoigig, you don't need a kapara for that. Being over on an Ismid Rabbanon B'Shoigig, meaning that he didn't know Bechlal, that it's Ismid Rabbanon, so you don't have to reimburse him for that. That's the Nesivus. So if so, the question on our Taisvis is, how could Taisvis over here say that eating before Havdalah is something that Sadiqim would be saved from? And Taisvis says, the only reason they're not saved from this is because it's an Isr HaToli Bizman. And an Isr HaToli Bizman is not Maguna Kolkach. Forget about that. It's Ism Drabbanon. If it's Ism Drabbanon, there's no Ism Chefza. So Taisis could have just said that it's Ism Drabbanon. Elamai from Taisis, it's Mashma that even a Ism Drabbanon is a Isr on the Chefza. Drabbanon Befeirish do have a Koyach to Asr the Chefza itself. And this was Taki the Ikka Arichis that the Rebbe spoke about in the Fabrengen of Tavshilam Advov, Achashel Pesach. That if you look in the Alter Rebbe and Tanya, the Alter Rebbe clearly holds that Isser the Rabbanon is a Isser Chefza because the Alter Rebbe there says that it's Kailol also Isurim the Rabbanon. The Alter Rebbe clearly says, I don't have the Lashon of Tanya right now in front of me. Anyone remember Perik Chesbal Peh or Perik Zayin? Huh? The Alter Rebbe there says that Isser the Rabbanon also. That Isser the Rabbanon is Gimel Klippus Atmeis. If you say that Issa the Rabbanon, the Gav Issa the Rabbanon, and the Alter Rebbe even adds, and even Issa the Rabbanon is Issa Chefza. The Rebbe explains a very good of art. Why does the Alter Rebbe add, because you see over here that the Kayach of the Chachamim is even stronger than Teire. Things that are awesome in Teire, from the first moment of creation, their Chayis is given Klippus Atmeis. Something which is only awesome in the Rabbanon, till Chachamim answered it, it had Chayas from Kilpis Nega. When Chachamim came and answered it, so now it has Chayas from Gimel Kilpis Atmeis. Chachamim have a stronger Koyach that it should become Gimel Kilpis Atmeis Mamish. That's what the Rebbe said. Oh, but the Shaila is, I, this Rayas, besides the Raya that I brought before, the Raya that I brought before from the Nesivis, there's other Rayas, there's many Rayas that Isma the Rabbanon is only a Isma Gavra. So what do we do about that? Al Rebbe says, no, it's a, it's a, the Isma the Rabbanon is a Isma Chefza. So the Rebbe answered that the Lashon of the Al Rebbe is Shebekir boy. No, you have the Lashon there that it says in Tanya? What, you found it? Isma the Rabbanon? Yeah, bring it to me if you don't mind. 
Ah, where's the lashon over here? No. A filler is the rabbanon. But I'm looking now for another lashon. The lashon should be cared by. Second. Al-Tarebi uses a lashon, Shabbik Kirbay. Maybe it's before. Okay, you look inside, you'll find it. If you find it, let me know. Okay. Al-Tarebi says that when you eat something which is awesome, the Rabbanon, Shabbik Kirbay, when the food is in you, then it's Gimel Chalbis Atmeis. So the Rebbe said, what does that mean? What that means is that Chathchila, the food is not Gimaklopis Atmeis. Bishas, you eat the food, then it becomes Gimaklopis Atmeis. Because of the fact that you're eating it Be'isr, against what Chachamim said, you would just moire the food into Gimaklopis Atmeis. Not the Pshat when Chachamim said there is Isr, automatically it switches the highest of the food, then it becomes Gimaklopis Atmeis. Bishas, you eat it because you did a Pu'ula, which is also, you would just moire it into Gimaklopis Atmeis. That's the way that I've explained it. Okay, so therefore, what does it come out? That when Taisus over here says, regarding this Ism de Rabbanon, that it's a Gnai for the Tzaddik. Why is it a Gnai for the Tzaddik? Because it becomes Gimel Klippus Atmeis when he eats it. So even Ism de Rabbanon. When he eats the Ism de Rabbanon, it becomes part of Gimel Klippus Atmeis. And L'chayri, you could say the same thing, Benigaya to the Ister of Truma. Same thing regarding a Zar eating Truma. The Truma is not Gimel Klippus Atmeis. But when a czar, which is over Israel, eats the trume, the shas the trume enters into your body be iser, then you would just mated that chayis or that food into the rishos of That's when it becomes a yisachavtze. It is a yisachavtze, but only after you eat it. That's bechlalus and according to the Rebbe said later, the Rebbe was ma'irich more and the Rebbe explained this. But so that that would be the pshat of here in our taisvus. But. This still leaves me with the question. I mean, the Rebbe said that the same thing is true in Igeya to all Isurim Zmaniyim as well. All Isurim that are only for that Zman. Isachometz Bepesach. All the Isurim that are on Shabbos. So the Rebbe said all of these Isurim are only Isurim. Be'etzem. The Chayis is not from Gimel Klippus Atmeis. The Chayis is from Klippus Noiga. But Bishas, you eat it, then Bekir Boy, it becomes, it goes into the Shos of Gimel Klippus Atmeis. Okay, but that leaves me with the question that I asked, and I don't know what the answer to this is. So why is Taisvah saying that regarding eating on Yom Kippur, Ein Dova Meguna Kol Kach? Let's watch now Taisvah again. Ein Dova Meguna Kol Kach, Achilles Shal Hatera Bishas Ha'isra. Why not? Even if it's not Gimel Klippus Atmeis before you eat it, but when you eat food on Yom Kippur, that food in you goes into Gimel Klippus Atmeis. So you become Gimel Klippus Atmeis. Don't you? So, so it's the same Meguna. I'm not sure I'm not trying to answer this. Okay, so if anyone has an answer for me, please let me know. I don't know if there's a swara to say that Yom Kippur, eating on Yom Kippur is different. I don't know. Okay. Then there's another interesting thing. Just be kids and mamish. Just to mention, you can look in the for two things. First of all, as I, the copy I made over here from the Rishonim, the Ran, the Ramban, and the Rebbe and the Ha'ar and the Sikhi here says Rashi disagree with this thesis. They all hold that this Indian that Ena Kodesh Baruch Hu Akala, Sadikim, is not only Bemidid Achila, it's any Isser, no Nafkimena. So I think Rev Rishonim disagree with this thesis. 
And then if I bring in, I think it was Pasha Shmini, Tavshimem Gimel, the Rebbe said that Mara Machada, Mara Machada, Valoi Pligi. Taisus was talking about the lower level of Tzadikim. And they, they, they only get saved from Mididachila. Shenkin Rashi is talking about a higher level of Tzadikim. Rashi, Rishainim are talking about a higher level of Tzadikim, and therefore that's going to get to any Aveda. The Rebbe didn't mamish spell out tzaddik gomer, tzaddik she'enah gomer, so I don't, I don't know if that's the, where you, how you define it, but the Rebbe said, it's too dark, it's in tzaddikim, they're not arguing. And the raya that they're not arguing is, because the lotion of the Gemara is, where is it again? Hash, the bemtum shadzikim, ene kadosh baruchu mevit akalai de tzaddikim atzmol ekoshkim, what is it based on? What is it based on? The Rebbe here is medayik, because it says in the lotion of the Postak, lo yu'une le tzaddik kol oven. That's what it's based on. It says in the Torah, kol oven. How can Tosis say only medida achila? Elamai, even Tosis is made there, that when you talk about a tzaddik gomor, still, uh, if even Tosis will be made, a tzaddik gomor, any iser, the tzaddik will be saved from. That's what the Rebbe said. One more interesting thing to mention, at least Bikitzer, uh, you can look at it, Bifnim, it's a very interesting discussion. Behemshech kanere, behemshech to this conversation that the Rebbe had on Cholomayid, so then, by the Fabrengen of Achron Shal Pesach, and then by the Fabrengen of Pesach Sheni, the Rebbe spoke about this Taisus Bariches in connection to the Vart of Darizal. Darizal says that a person that's Nizam Imashu Chomets is, is not going to, Abishu uh, is going to save him from doing any Aveda the entire year. So the question the Rebbe asked is if so, how could Taisus say that it's only been Midida if Darizal says, if you need Zemim Ashur Chomets, so Ani Arav Loi, that he's not going to do an Aveda the entire year. He's not going to do any Aveda the entire year. Not only Medidachila. Okay, the Rebbe gave an answer. The Rebbe gave an answer. You can look inside the Sikha. Okay, then... Okay, you can look, it's Sayin Achrash Pesach and Sayin, uh, a very interesting uh, Indian over there. Okay, let's go right to the next Indian. Talk to Gemara Vaita. Shalach Leimar Okfil Rabbi Lozer. Menyodem Oyem Demalai Biyodel Lomosel Lomalchus Mau. Sirtat Vekosov Lei, Amarati Eshmer Adrochim El Chatoi Belishoni Eshmer Lofi Machsen Boid Roshel Enegdi, Roid Eshmer Enegdi, Af Bish Roshel Enegdi, Eshmer Lofi Machsen. So you can't, uh, you can't master him to the government. Shalach lei kometzar elituve, v'lemetzine deikimbo. Shalach lei, doim l'ashem v'schoyle lei, doim l'ashem v'hu yapil m'lochach halolim halolim. Hashkin v'harev aleyen, v'besa medrish v'hein kolim me'aleyen. Hadav v'yatsim p'yira b'lazar, v'nasnu l'gnivel b'kayla. So what is this Gemara talking about? Who, this gnive, as we see in the end of the story, this gnive was fighting with Ma'okve. And Rashi says that what was he doing? Sounds like verbally. He was harassing him verbally. So the question of the Gemara is if he was harassing him verbally, what was Ma'okve's Havamina that you can master on him? A Meiser. To master on another Yid is a tr- terrible Iser, which the Gemara discusses in a few places. I think it's in Baba Kama and other places. So, and it's a whole similar Shulchan Aruch about Mesira. In Simon Shin Pehei, I think it is, in Chayshin Mishpat, or Shin Peches. So, what, what was Marok was having a minute to master on another Yid? How, how, how could he have such a swara, Bechlal? 
So the Me'iri here says that actually that's not the Pshat and the Gemara. Pshat and the Gemara is Gniva himself mastered on Marukva. And now Marukva wants to, he, he mastered on me. So my life is in danger. So I'm going to master on him. So to save myself from, from his Mesira. Then Mesira on another Yiddish Mutter. That's what the Gemara is talking about. So according to the Me'iri, the Shailah and the Gemara is Fakert. So if he mastered on you, why shouldn't you be able to be mastered on him? What, what, what's, what, what's the problem? What's Ma'ukve Shailah Bechlal? Not only that, Rabbi Lazar himself never gave a heter to, uh, again, Rabbi Lazar himself never gave a heter to Ma'ukve to master back on him. All he said is, Hashkim v'harav alein v'en kolom So the Me'iri says a tremendous Chiddush. The Me'iri says you're not allowed to master on another Yid no matter what. Doesn't make a difference. Even if he mastered on you, you're still not allowed to do Nekoma and master on him, even if you're trying to save yourself. There's no heta for Mesira. That was the Chilish of Rabbi Lazar. The pastors, you would think, if he mastered on me, I can master. But he says, no, you can't. The only thing you do is, Hashkem v'arav alein v'en kolam alein. That's what the Miri says. Okay, but according to Rashi, okay, now in Shulchan Aruch, if you look in Shulchan Aruch, in Simeshim Peches, you look over there, the Ramah says, Befeidish not so. The Ramah says, the Isser of Mesire, if another Yid is harassing you, if another Yid is causing you physical damage, whatever damage is causing you, still not allowed to master them. What's the only time that there's a hetter to master another Yid? If he mastered on you. Then you can master. So not like this Miri. That's what the Ramah Paskins in Shulchan Aruch. The Chassam Seifer says, Pshat in this Gemara, and he proves it from a Lashon of the Rambam, that... The, the times when you're allowed to master on another Yid is much more kuladik. So Rashi over here says that he was Mechara from Megadif and Mar'okva was asking whether you can master on him. Meaning, Mar'okva held just for Mechara from Megadif there should be a Heta to master on him. And he didn't give him the Heta right away. So he told him, be quiet, don't respond. But then when he was Mitzar and Tuva, Mitzahadim Tuva means that he's making me crazy. I can't have and I can't learn. I can't come. He's, he's following me. He's screaming at me. But he's Mitzahadim Tuva. So then, what did he say? Hashkin v'harav Says the Chassam Seifer. What does Hashkin v'harav mean? Hashkin v'harav means, okay, you could take action against him. And what he was telling him is, try to daven that David should eliminate him. And if that doesn't happen, he was really hinting to him. He was telling him, the next step will be that you're allowed to master on him. That's really what he meant to say. And Hanami. Rabbi Lazi gave him a hat from Mesira. Unbelievable. When someone's mechada from a god of you to the extent that it's mitzar, tuva, you're allowed to master on him. That's what he says. So, and the Chsam Seifer brings from a Lashon of the Rambam. Let's see if I can bring up the Lashon of the Rambam here. If I find it, I'll, I'll read you what the Rambam says. Just a second. Hilchus Chayvulamazik. Towards the end of Hilchus Chayvulamazik. So the Rambam here says, Perik Ches, I think it is, Halacha Yir Aleph. Okay. So, first the Rambam says, Kolameitzer litzibur, umitzaron, mutulamasr biyadakum lakaisel asrilakonse. Number one, a person that's giving tzar to the tzibur, you're allowed to master on him. But our argument is not, not talking about a tzibur lachayre. Although I did see a pshat, I remember now I saw somewhere a pshat that Argamot is considered to be a tzar for the tzibur. Why? Because Mar'okveh was the Av Bezdin in the city. 
So him being Mitzar, Mar Okveh, was considered to be a Tzar for the Tzibur. But then the Ramah writes even more than that. Avo Mipnei Tzar Yochid, Avo Mipnei Tzar Yochid, Oso Lemosrei. So, the Chesam Seifer is Medayik. It's, the Rambam says, Avo Tzar Yochid, Oso Lemosrei. Only Tzar Yochid. What's if it's more than just Tzar? Rambam doesn't say that if he mastered on a Yochid, then you're, you're, you're not allowed to master on him. The Rambam says, tsar yochid But if it's, if it's a kind of Tzar, that's like the Gemara describes over here, in a way that you can't function, you can't handle, not Stam Tzar. Over here it wasn't Stam Tzar. It was in a way that he posh, couldn't live. It was a terrible harassment. That is going to be allowed. Okay, that's, that's, I, if I remember correctly, this is the Chesam Saif, this Diyak and the Gemara. Al-Kopanim, so you have three different shittas, but again, to when you're allowed to master on a Yid, at least what I see over here based on our Gemara. The Me'iri says you're never allowed to master on another Yid, and that's the main shot in our Gemara. According to Rashi, the way the Chesam Saif learns, Ma'ukva thought that you could master on a Yid, even if he's just Mitzar you, and that's the Maskana, Rabbi Lazar agreed to that. In the Ramad, Psak Tinnah Shulchanorich is, the only time you're allowed to master on another Yid is if he master on you. Again, if the Messiah is going to lead to him getting killed, I don't think so. No, no. But what exactly is defined as Messiah today is a good question. That's another Shaila. How do you define Messiah today? Calling the police on someone is called Messiah. Is uh, calling the building department because someone else is doing something that is bothering you. Is that called Messiah? Or is, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's called Messiah. Or maybe only if you, if they're going to, whatever. How do you define Messiah Bismana Zeh is a good question. Okay. okay, music. Everyone was waiting to hear about the music. So the music's here. Zog to Gemara. Shalchalele ma'okve zimrim yinalanda ase. Sirtad v'kasav lei al tismach Yisrael al gil ba'amim. So the Pasuk says, don't be joyous when there's joy amongst the nations. Frek to Gemara v'lishlach lehu mehacha b'shir le'yishti ya'in yeim ha'sheikha l'shaysav. Imahu... Okay, so the Gemara clearly says that Zimra includes both Zimra the Mana and the Puma and, and Zimra the Puma as well. And when you learn the Pashtas of the Gemara, it doesn't seem like there's any chiluk between them. There's no chiluk between playing music with musical instruments or playing music with your mouth. So the first shayla that there is on this Gemara, how do you define Zimna the Puma versus Zimna the Mana? Zimna the Mana means dafka live music, musical instruments, or any, any recording or a keyboard, which is also producing the sounds of instruments, but it's not actual live instruments. Is that also considered to be the Mana? What's the difference between Mana and Puma? I think the simple shayla of the Gemara is that Puma... Again, I don't have the copies here. If you mind, give me the Rambam. Sorry, see you next time. Thank you. The Pashtos, the difference between Puma and Mana is, Puma means Puma. Person sings by his mouth. Whether you have a physical musical instrument that creates the sound, or you have another piece of technology that's able to produce the same sound of the instrument, why, why should that be called Zimna, uh, Puma? I see no sort of a such a thing, Bukhla. 
Not only that, in the actual Lashon Rambam, I clearly see that Puma means only Puma. Because the Rambam says, Gozru Shalele Nagin Beklishir, V'chol Minei Zemer, V'chol Mashmiyeh Kel Shalisa. What is the Rambam saying with all these Lashonis? He says, Beklishir. Klishir means musical instruments. Then he adds more. Kaneda, the Rambam was a Yedeya Sidis, and the Rambam knew that there's going to be a generation where there's going to be Mashmiyei Koyal. A keyboard, a, a, a recording is Mashmiyei Koyal. It's not Minei Zemer, you can't call it a musical instrument, but it's Mashmiyei Koyal. And the Mashmiyei Koyal is still in the same category as Klishir. That's what it's Mashmiyei Koyal and the Rambam to me. The Machab and same thing. Klishir, Komini Zemer, Vachom Mashmiyei Koyal. In that Sefer, in the Piskei Truvis, he says, even if you have a recording of a person singing, that's also not considered to be Puma, that you're singing with your mouth. Why? Because you have a keli that someone is singing. The keli is being Mashmiya the Koyal. So what? It's being Mashmiya a human Koyal. doesn't matter. But it's a keli, which is Mashmiya a Koyal. Maybe not. Okay, maybe that's going too far. I don't know. I mean, Mistame, if you're hearing... Uh, okay, whatever. Shane. Huh? Some people, when they talk, they're just noisemakers, true. But most people, it's, it's more than just mashmiyeh kail. They, they actually say things and... Okay, akaponim. That's the first shaila on this sugya. So I, I think it's a dovera poshet that whatever I'm going to say from here going forward, a recording has, this, has the gather of live music. There's no mocking l'chalik between live music and a recording as far as the, the halacha of zimra versus puma is concerned. Now, what is the difference between live music and music by Puma with singing? So in Rashi, in our Sugya Rashi says that we're all talking about L'shoyre B'Veis HaMishtois. The issue is that you're singing in Beis HaMishtois, meaning with wine. From Rashi, it's mashma that the whole Isr of playing any musical instrument is also only B'Veis HaMishtois, which means when you're drinking wine. So according to Rashi, there's no issue to listen to live music or to recorded music if it's not together with drinking wine. The whole list our Gemara is talking about is dafka together with drinking wine. Finished. So everything is mutter. There's no... Okay, that's one heter. Benigayat to listening music if you follow Shittas Rashi. The problem is that Raiv Rishayim don't hold like Rashi and the Rambam and the Mechaber and Shulchan Aruch doesn't pas- don't pass like Rashi either. The Rambam clearly makes a distinction. When it comes to playing music, so over there the Isser is, even without wine. Rambam doesn't mention a word about wine over there. When it comes to, and then the Rambam says, When it comes to singing, there the Isser is with Yayin. So the Rambam makes a clear distinction. Not only that, the Torah actually quotes from a tshuva of the Rambam that the Rambam was really even more machmer. And some want to say that this is what the Rambam really meant over here, although in the Torah L'chera didn't learn this way, and it's not Mashmas on the Mechaber, that the Rambam really held that Sai, that even Shiri Bepeh is also without wine. Just like Klishir, it's Shiri Bepeh is also without wine. That's what the Rambam wrote in the Tshuva. Okay, like I said, the Mechaber passes this way as well. Okay, so what's the hatha to listen to music today? What is the hatha to listen to music today? If you pass me like the Rambam and like the Mechaber that says that music, which is klishir, uh, is uh, even without wine, it's Asr. 
And again, it uh, could be there are those people that say that recorded music is different, but uh, I, 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 don't, I don't see this. And I believe most places can hold that recorded music and live music, Lagabe, this Indian, is the exact same thing. There's no enough Kimina. Elamai, there's a few Atatim. There's a few Atatim to listen to music, Mizmanas, and when you know what the Hatter is, you'll realize also the Hatter, but also the Hagbal of the Hatter. The first hatter is what the Rambam says and what the Shulchan Aruch says, and that is if it's divrei tishbacha, it's a shir shalidais lakel. And then the Rambam adds v'chayitze behen. The Rambam does not say v'chayitze behen. The Rambam the Mechaber just says divrei tishbacha, it's a shir shalidais v'zichren chasdei akadosh baruch hu. What the Rambam adds chayitze behen. So when you say chayitze behen, that could include all kinds of chassidish music or, or all kinds of Jewish music for that matter, which is all considered to be things that in one way or another is Meisif in Avas Yisrael, Meisif in Avas HaTayre, Avas Yisrael, or Avas Hashem. So, so, I mean, the Rambam says Chayetzeben. I think the, the Rambam is the one that's very machin when you get this in but I think the Chayetzeben and the Rambam is, is a, is a, uh, is a hetter for all kinds of music that are Meisif in any way in Avedis Hashem, in any way, shape, or form. Maybe. So that, that's, a, that's what a hetter. Which means that anything is not, that's not in that category, though, is awesome. So, if you look in, in the, the, the Rif brings this, the Market Mishnah brings this over here. He says, when you have Shire Ahava, Shire Ahava, love songs, or these kinds of songs, Gaisha songs with Gaisha words, is, is completely Oster. Okay? Now, there's, there's a category in between. There's a category in between, which is Stam. Songs, music, face, uh, jazz, blues, or classic music, or whatever it is, that have no words, Bachlau. What category does that fall into? It doesn't say, so the Rif, the Rishayim that speak about this, they divide it between the Shire Ava, and then there's the songs that are Shire Zutzishbachas. How about things that are in between, that seem to be part So all the place can bring up a Fedish Gemara that speaks about Gardoi, the weavers. The weavers, while they were singing, so they weren't allowed to sing because it's Mishum Schaik. And Bismana Zay, you're not allowed to stam sing Mishum Schaik. So you see that the songs that are stam jazz, blues, Mishum Schaik, is also Asa. Again, so the Hatter is only Divri Shiriz Vishbachis. You want to say Divri Shiriz Vishbachis has a very broad spectrum? Gesundheit. But remember, the Hatter is also the only Divri Shiriz Vishbachis. That's one Hatter. The other Hatter is if it's the Shem Mitzvah. The Shem Mitzvah means for Chasen Vechala, anything that's for, for, for a Mitzvah. And actually, which means that theoretically, by the Shem Mitzvah, the Hatter is any kind of music. Okay? But, I'm not, but it's not recommended. But, but, but over there, the Hatter is any kind of music. Okay? But that's the second hatter. The third hatter that the Heintegepais can say, and I'm not sure who invented this, but I'll tell it to you anyways, what the Heintegepais can say is that today, people are so nervous and people are so sad and depressed that if they don't have music, they'll be completely crazy and therefore it's considered to be like a refuah mamish. So then you have a hatter belik vol. But, that, but that's only if you'll admit to the fact that you're be'etzem insane. You're be'etzem nuts. And the only way you'll be insane is if you listen to music. Okay, so if you consider yourself insane, so you have that hatter as well. Okay.